pull up a bar stool. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now. I think you know what the elephant in the room is right now. It's the Facebook news feed changes, and now apparently you're going to see more from your friends and less from pages. Almost sounds like a blast from the past, Back to the Future episode. But because um, it's happened before. Uh, I've invited Andrew Foxwell on the show so we could talk about this more in, de- more in depth and uh, we give it a good 40 minutes or so, but we could have gone on and on and on. There's so many angles to this, hypotheticals and all. But I hope you enjoy it. Sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumber.com and John Limber Digital on Facebook. Here's another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. So this week, <clears throat> it's been a while, Andrew, stranger, Andrew Foxwell, um, nice to have you back on, man. I, we, I usually have you on to talk Facebook ads or Facebook-related stuff and there's a lot going on right now. Welcome back. How you doing, Andrew? Oh, good, man. I'm glad to be here. Really glad to be here. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while. Uh, just like that song, it's been a while. Um, but so we're here. Uh, since you did that song. Okay. I can't remember. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be chatting about a lot of changes, uh, which is why I wanted to connect a lot of things that are going on. So very excited to be chatting about it and, uh, and good to be here and good to be with everybody listening. I will do my best to retain my voice. I did... Uh, Today, earlier today, I conducted the first free Facebook webinar. Or, so it's both a webinar and a streamed a Facebook Live to the Facebook group or Facebook page um, today. And it went two hours. It was one of those, again, I could have kept going and answering questions. It was awesome. But now I'm, I'm losing my voice. Um, and I even updated those slides because I knew it was even like the section was the elephant in the room to start it off because I knew everyone's gonna have questions about the stupid algorithm change and all that stuff. So, right to start, Andrew, uh, what can you tell people about the algorithm change? We'll just start there. Like, what is it? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, first of all, what did it? I didn't know if you're gonna frame that up more. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, what is it? So what it is, is it's algorithm change that does essentially a couple different things. One of them is it basically deprioritizes uh, publishers um, and, and sort of pages that are uh, brand pages. Uh, but I think on the other side of that, what you said, John, is that it prioritizes person to person. Uh, that's really the big part of what it does um, is it focuses on people and it focuses on the conversation that we have with friends and family. Uh, the other thing that it uh, does really is it starts to change things around in the algorithm where organic reach is almost nil, going back to the brands and publishers thing. And, uh, and it also starts to reward then conversations, though, that happens on those brands. Um, so it rewarding the conversations that are happening in the comments uh, and kind of seeing uh, what those conversations can bring out. So that's really the 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 change that they're making and the tweak that they're making um, and some of the big ones. Yeah. And what's interesting is that a lot, some of what you said did not appear to be possible, like did, was not evident at all 
when you're t- they're talking about you know how brands could still potentially benefit. There was no clue to that whatsoever in Mark Zuckerberg's announcement or the initial newsfeed FYI announcement. Then I wrote my blog post like breaking all that down. Of course, then they updated the newsfeed FYI to like kind of clear. It's like, oh yeah, brands maybe not be completely screwed, kind of thing. <laughs> right? Because it, it, they were there was some strong language in that they came out and said you will see fewer posts from pages in your newsfeed. I mean, there was no dancing right. around it at all. Right. And I think I think what's important to understand is that, you know, I've obviously been thinking about this, talking about this a lot over the last few days. One thing that I've thought about as it relates to brand pages and, and publishers is, a, is, is in that category as well, of course, as, as like a page. Um, but the one thing is, is clearly what Facebook's going to do here, right? I, they don't right now have a, um, they can't come out and say, these are verified news outlets and these are not verified news outlets. They kind of did that around some fake news stuff a little bit, but they clearly have algorithmically tier one and tier two and tier three publications that they're going to go off of. And they probably they have should. that same, and they probably have that same framework for people, uh, excuse me, for, um, uh, you know, brands. And so publishers and brands. So like, what they want is they want conversation. If there's a good conversation happening on John Loomer's Facebook post or on social media examiner per your blog post or on the New York times, they don't want to disincentivize that, right? But that's something that's important. That's a legitimate news source and should be there. And it's going to be the same, I think, and they can't say this right now publicly really, but it's going to be the exact same for um, brand pages, right? If there's a brand page that connects with its that their fans well uh, organically without a lot of paid per- or with a very small amount of paid promotion, that's going to still be there. And so I don't think that's necessarily going to be going away. Yeah. Where you're going to be screwed is if you're one of these people. And look, I, I have worked with brands that I would argue potentially are some of these people that are creating content for the sake of creating content. They're mm-hmm. not creating content with a purpose. Or all they all, not, all they share is like something about their product. And it's like the same kind of thing over and over. It's like there's no, it's not interesting whatsoever. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. And I understand that, that that forces you to work harder, right? I understand that that's like, that's, I get it. That's a lot more work. You have to sit down. You have to come up with a strategy. You've got to come up with interesting ideas, interesting things to put out there. Um, but... Uh, it's, you know, that's what they're forcing us into. And I think, I think ultimately it is going to make it good. I read a, a piece today that Facebook employees internally believe, a lot of uh, people believe uh, that they believe that this is a, a huge win, right? This is something that they really like and wanted because it kind of gets them back in that lane of, friends and family and the true meaning of what Facebook is about. But I mean, if somebody says to you, John, which I'm sure you took on the free webinar, you know, and you've written a couple of blog posts about it now, I mean, you're, what are you going to say? You're going to, you know, go like, what are you going to say to them in terms of strategy? Like, what do I do? If I feel helpless and I'm a brand, what should I do? Well, first of all, we, we don't know how this is going to impact your brand at all because the funny thing is that part of one of those blog posts, like you go back through the newsfeed FYI um, blog history of all of the, the, the newsfeed updates they've made, which is pretty cool. I think it only goes back to like 2013 or 2012, but 
There have been multiple times where they made updates that sh- that would negatively negatively impact brands. And mm-hmm. one, you know, as I quoted, the you know what the change was from that change. Yeah, the kind of not. It sounded exactly like the latest change. It's like we're you know we know that you want to see more from your friends. We're gonna, so we're going to prioritize that. You'll see less from pages. Exact same thing. Yeah, my page is still around. I'm still getting reach. I'm still getting engagement. And there are a lot and a lot of pages out there that are too. It's certainly not just me. And and mine is is as much as I still get something out of it. It's still nothing compared to some of the the impact that some some uh, brands and publishers make. So to to automatically say sky is falling, this is the end now. Not necessarily. Like and and I made this argument too when um, there was that whole explore feed. Uh, test was going on in some countries yeah. where Facebook is completely remote removing all brand content from the main mm-hmm. news feed. I'm like, I highly doubt they're ever going to do that. And of course, as soon as this came out, everybody's like, yep, this is what they're now implementing the explore feed. No, they're not. That's not what's happening. It's like, I, and, and I know I'm not everyone, but I, I, there are a lot of people like me and it's not just as a marketer because right? this isn't even because I hate marketing content, by the way. <laughs> I don't want my newsfeed taken up by marketing content. I I would say 70% or so of the content I see in Facebook is brand content. It's news, mm-hmm. it's entertainment, like comedy stuff, it's it's sports. So you're telling me Facebook's just going to punish all that stuff and I'm going to be forced to see stuff from friends I don't care about anymore? I just, there's no way that's going to happen. Now, have I if I show that I you know I'm interacting with a certain friend a lot, then they'll probably like oh yeah make sure that person is high up in the newsfeed. Um, but the other thing about all the the page stuff that I personally like and engage with, I I'm not, I'm no dummy. I do not comment on those, especially yeah. the political stuff. I'm not yeah. following falling into that rabbit hole. I also right. know it's all public. I don't, I don't want yeah. anything to do with that. So what's weird, what's interesting about this, and where I'm, I'm kind of concerned, is that Facebook also talks about favoring the, the long, thoughtful replies and um, devaluing posts that um, have uh, the uh, uh, passive engagement. That's exactly how I engage with all that, that brand stuff. Everything from publishers is passive. I read it. I click Clicking is still passive because I'm not providing long, thoughtful comments. So yeah. if they if they do push that stuff out, it's certainly going to harm my experience on Facebook. Um, and I, I know it will for a lot of people. Yeah, I think I think that I, think uh, I, I didn't answer your question. At all. I went all over the place right there. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's that's one of these things that is important to understand is that this, this, these changes, first of all, in your first blog post that you wrote about this is like, we don't really know yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so we have to sort of wait and see. Right. Um, and there's a lot of hypothesizing about what's happening with this right now and what it, what it is going to mean. But one, we don't really know. The second thing that I would say is how this affects advertisers, right? Which is, which is all that answer to that is still, we don't know. Um, is is I've seen articles uh, that have you know hypothesized that prices are going to go up, um, that competition you know going to go down, Maybe. Uh, no, or that com- competition will go up too. Uh, excuse me, competition up, price up, um, 
and that inventory would be down. Um, and I, I think I, th- I could see that scenario happening, right? And I think that for a long time, Facebook has said, look, we are going to have, there's go- it's going to, competition is going to go up and there's going to be less inventory because we're running out of space in the newsfeed. And they've said that for a long time. I have to bring that back to what we're talking about too, which is why there, you know, there's messenger placement, which is why there's audience network placement. I'm not saying it's uh, fantastic right now by any means, but it's there. Instagram stories. They're, they've talked about Instagram messaging. So uh, I think it's going to become less about, in terms of advertisers, one of the things that's clear is it's going to become less about the placement of the mobile news feed. And it's going to become more about the other places that you can find things um, throughout the you know suite of placements on Facebook um, as time goes on. I mean, you know, when we started doing this in whenever that was, 2010 or nine, launching Facebook ads on the right hand side, right? I mean, that's all we had, and the newsfeed wasn't even a thing. That's right. So, so. Now that it's such a central place, I think you have to think about where is, what else is going to be a part of that suite and where you're going to put um, your ads. I also think that there's, there is a legitimate concern, though, by not concern, but a, a topic by like uh, a smaller e-commerce company or a, a small business owner um, of talking about, you know, I don't feel, how do I even get started? I don't feel that I can. I don't, you know, I, my brand used to reach all these people and now it doesn't anymore. And that sort of narrative has continued to be pervasive in, in that community. And I think one thing that I've been telling the clients I work with that are in that are kind of in that area is it's just like anything else, okay? You can't go from zero to 60 uh, without a little uh, money behind it. Right. If you're going to get it out there, you're going to do a small amount of retargeting. You're going to spend ten to twenty dollars to promote a post in your area. That's not going to be. That's not going to be a bad thing. Mm. It's ultimately <laughs> going to help you, and it's ultimately going to help grow you the right way. And if you start to grow the content the right way, you will win. You know, you will win, and the people that want to see your posts will see it. So I don't think that it's going to negatively impact that too much. And I also think that. Just jumping back, final point here onto your previous point, which is about the passive engagement. Facebook is taking into consideration, even though they're not saying it's part of the engagement, the click and the time in relevance to looking at a post of, in versus other posts in the feed. So that's part of it. And they, they're not saying that's part of it, but that is part of the relevance score algorithm. And we know that. So that's something as well to consider. There's so many places we can go in this. Um, I think you did what I just did too and that start out talking about one thing and then we went three different directions. Uh, but so one of the things you brought up was ads. And uh, we're, we're streaming this uh, while we record, streaming to our uh, PHC Elite Facebook group too. And Craig brought up that question too. And the, the first, I love how Siri always picks me up while I'm recording something. Siri, I'm not talking to you. Um, the first thing that people ask is like, okay, is this going to pack Facebook ads? And if Facebook hasn't clearly said one way or the other, I mean, technically, no. Facebook is not eliminating ad uh, spaces. So as far as like the number of times an ad shows up in newsfeed and all that kind of stuff, that's not changing. 
Um, so technically, that doesn't change anything. It doesn't change whether or not they show your ad. Uh, but you did bring up one important point, and that's and this all depends on how the newsfeed change impacts brands, because it could go in multiple directions. Like, first of all, maybe there could be no change uh, to how, how brands, you know, uh, view. First of all, how brands reach their their audience in the newsfeed organically, and how much they want to advertise. Second of all, it's entirely possible that they're 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 punished in the newsfeed, so they feel like they have to advertise. So as a result, that's going to increase, increase competition and increases prices. The third thing that could happen is that there could be a revolt. And if brands are punished so severely, there could be advertisers leave, leaving Facebook. That, that is possible, I'd say, the least likely scenario. And in that case, prices could actually go down or be very steady. Um, so that's the first thing. But we don't know until it all happens. So, like, I don't want to even talk about that. But there's another important point that we're not talking about um, related to this that I did bring up today in the free webinar, too, is that there is an element of organic when it comes to advertising that we often forget about because it's not mm -hmm. in our ad reports. So if you create a really good ad um, that gets lots of engagement, people are going to comment on it, they're going to share it, it's going to reach more people, that is not reflected in your ad reports, all that organic stuff that's going on there. It's only reflect, it only reflects all the paid distribution and the paid activity that's happened as a result of the paid. So what could happen is um, in terms – it could impact the organic distribution of your ad if you're not getting that good engagement that you may have gotten better organic distribution for in the past, but now you're not, which ultimately could – affect the bottom line and how your ad quote unquote ads performance pretty much how the it's not so much how facebook reports it to you in the ad reports but overall the impact of your advertising because the organic side too so that could come into play it's kind of a roundabout way but um it is something we often forget about when we talk about advertising no that's true that could that could definitely benefit you um and i think that uh you know we just, again, keep saying it. We don't totally know. Um, but one thing that is, I think, also clear uh, in kind of the advertising side of this is ultimately what we have to remember is Facebook sees themselves as the global town square. That's what they say. That's what they say on their quarterly earnings calls. That's what they say all over the world. And so if you think about sitting in a town square when the last time people do that, maybe in Europe still, not in the United States, we don't do that very much, but let's just say you're sitting in a town square and you're sitting there. You don't have people walking up to you and saying, Hey, see this for my company, see this for my company, see this from, you know, handing you an article. Maybe they would do that every once, every 10 times. Somebody would say, Hey, have you checked this article out? Right. But, but I think that, um, you're, you're going to see that's kind of why the change and that you're going to see what they're trying to do and condense all of the advertising. I mean, not all, but a lot of the advertising, a lot of the um, publisher stuff, they're trying to make it more into what its original intent was, which was to, is to connect people. Another thing that, that got announced today that I thought was really interesting is um, you may have seen it. Josh wrote the piece this morning in TechCrunch about uh, Messenger. 
uh, Messenger is they announced that they're basically paring oh, it down. See, I saw totally. that. I saw the headline. I haven't read it. So what's going yeah. on? I don't know yeah, if I want to go on a tangent just, here, but how's it related? No, they're just they're getting rid of a lot of stuff. They're getting rid of it. It had become very feature bloated. Was mm-hmm. what he's what you know what they said and. Um, the gentleman who runs Messenger said, yeah, it was It was just like, there's too many things. Nobody even knew what all of them were. And we put way too much stuff in there and it, it's complicated. It doesn't get back to its core mission. You're sensing a theme here, right? Which is, which is they're getting down to the brass tacks of what they're, why they want to exist and what the purpose is that they serve. And I think we should think about advertising on Facebook and Instagram in that framework as well. Which is Facebook wants advertisements, wants us as advertisers to show advertisements to users that are really relevant, that people like, and that they click on and eventually buy or engage or whatever. Uh, and that makes sense. And that people spend a lot of time looking at it. They click on it. Maybe they go to a site and they spend time looking at it. That's ultimately what they want, right? They want that ad to really work. So... So that's the framework that you're going. I have seen so many times, especially with like a B2B environment, people say, maybe we should advertise to download this white paper, you know, for uh, the 10 trends in big data solutions. I'm just like, yeah, okay. But is that really something that people are going to care about? You know what I mean? Right. So, and that's not necessarily something that feels like it fits in Facebook necessarily. So thinking in that framework, I think, has been really, really helpful to me um, because then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is an app. People like it. It creates conversation. It's, it looks good. It's driving results. And then in combination with all the ad tools and things that they've given us, it's only, you know, I don't think our world's going to change that much other than there may be a little less inventory in the news feed um, as the time stands yeah. or as, as it stands that, down. That was going to happen anyway. I mean, competition is going right. to continue to increase. But um, here's, here's what's conf- one thing that concerns me though about this update, um, with the added emphasis. And so it does appear to be that if you get person to person conversation that includes person to person conversation within a page post that they, they could benefit. It doesn't mean they'll necessarily perform better than before. We're not real clear, but here's my concern. Who, what's the type of post? It's meaning what industry and this is so I'm kind of leading you here. Benefits most from posts they get lots of person-to-person discussion within them. Well, what industry? I mean, I think the, the, I, I, I'm leading you poorly on that. But well, I would think if you're looking, if you're thinking about it in terms of of tra- I mean, traditional, it would be the news industry, right? right? So news, controversy, fake news. Right. So that's what concerns me is like, does this is because they're they're trying to put out fake news, like bury it. But in the process, could this actually bring it back? Well, did you see this article in The New York Times about how they actually Facebook tested this in Bolivia and in another country? That that was all the Explore feed, wasn't it? And no, this was an article that was about what the, the change that they're making. They basically um they tested it in a couple of other countries and it actually um, brought up more fake news. Mm. Uh, now the, 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 you know, 
the actual quantification of brought up more fake news was based on people saying like, yeah, we see a lot more fake news now. Uh, uh, so I, I, I don't know. Right. I mean, I thought the times is justification. There was a little wishy-washy, but, um, but I do think that your point is valid, which is it's going to be a big part of it. So what I would be, I wouldn't be surprised, surprised to see in the next six to 12 months is right now what a lot of people are doing from an e-commerce standpoint is they're doing a lot of what they call social proofing. So you run the ad for engagement and you, and then you run that for a certain period of time and then you take that same ad and then you run it for conversion. Um, and this is not a hack. I mean, this is something that people do and it works really well. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of consolidation or some sort of other option in the algorithm that does both that they'll give us within one of the objectives maybe, because if they're going to, if they're going to say, yeah, you're, you know, it has to have conversation on it or has to, have, that's going to be a big part of it. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to, what if you could combine those and pay for that together? I'm just trying to think in terms of the framework that they're trying to consider for advertisers um, of what they're going to potentially offer. If that's going to be a big part of the mix, because brands, they on the flip side of this, I think they are going to have to give brands something else, a new ad unit, um, you know, uh, it's something that's, I think, just m- more in the suite of tools. Um, because if they're going to continue to deprioritize, what are the ways that they're going to give us to combat the challenges that we face? Ad fatigue relevancy score right so they've been doing a lot of stuff with dynamic ads that's like a hypothesis but i think there'll probably be an expansion on dynamic ads but anyway it's just it's something that i've been noodling on too because i feel like there has to be yeah yeah and look at as brands sit down and think about how they're going to combat this um even though brand uh facebook said you know engagement bait even though that was already something that was supposed to be punished, uh, isn't going to help, but maybe it'll even be more severely punished. Maybe you don't call it engagement bait, but things like fake news, things like like if you're a news industry and you want to generate a conversation, what are you going to do? You're going to tell the story, but you're going to be, you know, try to give it a controversial slant, uh, do things to generate discussion, which may not be all that straightforward. And I got to tell you, Andrew, I'm exhausted. I want my boring news back. I don't want the news stories where everybody's got to jump in and, and argue with one another because it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And that's what worries me is that this, this could potentially be encouraging that craziness even more. And it's like they, they try to solve one problem and, and, exacerbate another one that's i haven't used that word in a while yeah no it i i agree with you i think a lot of people feel that way i was uh just flying home uh from arizona this last weekend and i heard two women talking um on the plane behind me they were friends and somebody asked them if they'd seen some story and the woman replied to her and said i prefer to be uninformed (laughs) i mean and john John robinson's a good example of that like don't ever talk Uh, politics with John. He has no clue what's going on. Yeah. And I make fun of him for it. But at the same time, it's like life must be pretty good not knowing how crazy the world is right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think there's something to be, to be said for, for, for that, but it's also, you know, I mean, there's a whole other reasons why you need, you need to be on top of it, but, but, but that's, but that's what Facebook's trying to figure that out, right? Facebook had no idea the implications of what was going to happen in the United States election. Um, And I think this year has been the year of Facebook really realizing like, Oh my God, I had I had no idea, right? We had no idea that it was like this. We had no idea that somebody could could use this. And I think that there there also have been in the advertising world um, there have been people that have run wild for a little while, right? And so I I don't know how many requests I've seen. I mean, I'm sure you've gotten a lot of my account was shut down. <laughs> type of stuff. Um, I there's a fairly well known Facebook. Um, advertising guru guy that uh, one of his big paid webinars he gave and I watched and one whole section of it was on how to build a second business manager in case yours gets disbanded or barred basically and I was like this is absurd so I think I think there are going to be more controls like that on quality which is good and hopefully what Facebook will give us too as advertisers is more signals um, and, and what that feels like. And I think that what we'll also see, hopefully as well, is more of a conversation happening with public officials too, which is not related to advertising. But on your point, I mean, just because if that's going to be what we're doing, then hearing from them I think is important. And that's a big part of, you know, what Facebook can be really powerful in. So anyway. Yeah, and we're running short on time here. But there, you started heading in this direction, and I, I want to kind of tie it up a little bit. Um, regarding what Facebook's obligations are and priorities are. I mean, I do think they're they're heading in the right direction here in that end of the day, and I know brands think this is a bunch of crap, and it's not true, but it absolutely is. End of the day, it's not about increasing ad revenue, forcing advertisers to pay. Ad revenue is going to keep on coming. I hate to break it to everybody. It doesn't matter as, as long as the users are there. Ad revenue will always be there. Um, the, and the more uh, the the more of an enjoyment, the, the more enjoyment users get out of Facebook, more time they spend on it, more ad, ad uh, inventory there is, the more money Facebook makes. They have no obligation whatsoever to brands to make sure that their content appears in the newsfeed. None. And I hear everybody who's just like, oh, I've built this page for the last five years and now my reach is nothing. So what? You know, if it means force, like forcing the algorithm to accept, accept your content to show it to people who aren't engaging with it and don't care, that is horrible for Facebook, for the user, and the long-term viability of Facebook and Facebook advertising. So end of the day, this is the right direction. If Hopefully this doesn't, you know... It, some some of the things I'm worried about don't uh, come true, but in the day, if it means less brand content, less bad brand content, better user experience, this is good. It's good for Facebook. It's ultimately good for advertisers. Maybe not great for you organically, but uh, if you're only thinking about your page organically and how you suffer, you're not looking at the bigger picture, and maybe you're not getting creative enough about how you can actually create good content that people want to see. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think if there's, I, I totally agree. And I, I know that a lot of people don't want to hear that. And I think if you're a brand and you're sitting there and you're saying, oh, I'm, I'm worried about this. I've built this time and energy to, to get this going. It's not lost. You have the ability to advertise to those people and reach them relatively at a lower cost than a lot of other people. You can spend a little bit of money and reach them, which is great. You have the ability to, um, you know, use your remarketing uh, to, to get in front of people, right? So it's not as if you as a brand are totally screwed. Um, if you don't you like to have, advertise, good luck though. Right. So, you know, it's it's turning it into, um, I mean, what what is Google? I mean, is there, there are search engine result pages, <laughs> right? But like, Google should, you know, always, and, show and your, should always show your business first. Like right, they have there's an obligation SEO. to do that, don't they? Right, there's SEO. Like you get my point, right? Yeah. So I think that's a that's a, an important part. But, uh, but yeah, I think um, I, I want to look at a couple comments here because again, we're streaming this to the PHC Elite Facebook group, and there's a couple really important things I, I really liked here. Um, Nadia, this this point, I think that Facebook must have seen some scary numbers that made them announce this move. Better to have a platform than not. I honestly, I thought of this too, especially when they're think it looks like they're going to make significant changes to video, which they had a huge investment in over the last year. It looks like that now it's more going to be live video and pushing away because like it's all about autoplay and create videos, get in front of all this stuff. I, I wonder it's sound. And, and then they related that to passive um, engagement. I'm guessing that they started seeing that a lot of that autoplay video that on the surface looked like great engagement, maybe wasn't so great. Um, there were some numbers that were buried in there that maybe we haven't seen yet. There's some decline somewhere resulting in poor experience. I know we've heard about, you know, the health of people on Facebook and this and that, but I agree with Nadia hundred percent. I, I, there's got, there's, there's a business reason here. There's some numbers that maybe we don't know about yet. That may, then Facebook's always been trending upward. And I wonder if there's been something that's going down. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, but you know, beyond that, uh, thanks, thanks to everything, everybody in PHC Elite for chiming in. There's lots of good stuff there. Um, I know that you don't have all day, Andrew. I mean, any any additional points to tie this up from your end? No, I would say if I was gonna, you know, go on, uh, you know, some some news station and be asked about this, here's here's what I would say: is I would say, look. One, to all the people out there that are scared, uh, that are brands, that you don't know how this is going to change, you don't need to worry. Just, first of all, wait and see and measure and test. Second, always continue to create things that people actually want to see. And as an advertiser, make sure that you are advertising ads that aren't spammy, that aren't clickbaiting, that aren't engagement baiting, that aren't everything baiting right? That are real, that talk about what you do, why it's important, what the products are that you create, and you will be okay. And also, as this extends into Instagram, which is another obviously huge part of the game now for advertisers, this is coming with Instagram. Expect Instagram's overall platform to change significantly. So consider that and consider Instagram and your strategy in 18 as a really big part too, that if you haven't moved into 
consider moving into um, and creating that good content there as well to humanize your brand and who you are. Really simple. Uh, good advice, Andrew. I mean, you know, when it comes down to it, nothing changes in that your goal should always be to create good quality content. It sounds trope and lame, but create good quality content that people want to see, they want to engage with. You're not you know, working some weakness in Facebook's algorithm. You're not trying to game the news feed. You're not trying to use psychology with you know, all the kind of debates that Andrew just uh, brought up uh, to get around the system and all this kind of stuff. Just that, that's why we've been talking about that for the last six years. Like the game in the system may work now or then, whenever it was, but it won't always work. Eventually, it's going to come down to do you have good quality content? Is creating actually good, high quality conversation? If not, hope you're, you're, you enjoy advertising and have budget for that because you're going to have to do a lot of that if you want to keep reaching people. That's right. All right. Well, I feel like it's, it's what a. What a crazy topic. I feel like it's one of those things we it's like, oh, you can wrap that up in five, ten minutes. We could talk about this for another half hour, an hour. Yeah, right. And a lot of it is hard too because it lays on hypothetical. It's all so, hypothetical. I, I hate you know, hypothetical. it's like you know, you know, you're not really sure. And a lot of people are just wondering how it's gonna affect their business. And I think, you know, if you have if you have hands in other places, right, of okay, we're not all invested on Facebook, then then you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Absolutely. Well, let's wrap it up. I've called the bartender for our tab. Neither was a drinking anything. I think. What do you think? What are you drinking? No, I have water. I have water too. No, you're still winning. They're still charging. <laughs> they're still charging us for it, though. You know. Oh my god. Yeah, jerks. But uh, where can people find you, Andrew? Uh, everybody can find me at foxwelldigital.com and check us out there and check out what we're up to. You can also find me in April. Be doing another a. Uh, uh, mastermind class or you know a two-part series with john that will be that i'll be teaching again so you're looking way out in the future there that's right so excited for that but uh yeah you can find me at foxwelldigital.com or at andrew foxwell on twitter and i look forward to hearing from you all right thanks andrew thanks everybody phc elite for following along the facebook live thanks to everybody else for listening on itunes or wherever you listen to the podcast until next time do awesome things we are